after all that screaming and joy of submitting my comprehensive exam, I failed it. Yeah, I know what I was expecting. Hi everyone, and welcome to Words with That One Lady. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Yay! You know what? Y'all are lucky because I'm recording this roundup of the graduate school series in real time. So it's currently the 10th of November 2022, 9 16 p.m. <laughs> anyway, this particular episode here, yeah, it's the final episode of the graduate school series and if you've been listening thank you thank you thank you i really appreciate you all and um if it's your first time ever listening to my podcast you need to you know scroll back 39 episodes and uh, start from the beginning and you'll get it but um this particular episode it's to is to round up the graduate school series that i started over a year ago now um, it's I can't believe it's taking a whole year to do like 18 episodes. Oh my god! But I hope you all have learned and you guys have gotten a lot of um, information from this particular episode and from this particular series. Um, this particular episode is to tell you or give you like a roundup of what I've been doing for the last I think four episodes or five episodes. I've been talking about my comprehensive journey, and um, if you don't know what that, my comprehensive is or comprehensive exam, go back four or five episodes. You get it. But last episode, I was, you know, jubilating how I submitted my comprehensive exam. You know, like, yay, I'm done and all that good stuff. But like you heard at the beginning of the podcast, I failed it. And hold your horses. I would go into full details. So if you remember right, I wrote this exam between August and... Uh, okay, no, sorry. I wrote the exam between June and August of 2021. And um, the results came out in October 2021. And if you remember, at the end of that episode, I was kind of nervous. I was, always, I was thinking about it and I was like, holy God, please, please, please. I hope I do great. I don't want to fail it. I don't want to have a bad grade. I was nervous and all of that good stuff. So if you go back episodes from here, you get what I'm trying to say. But I'm not going to have to recount any of that. But I was nervous about it and I failed it. And full circle moment in the sense that i did not fail both because remember it was two questions i filled one question i didn't pass i filled one question i didn't pass the second question which meant i had to rewrite the question i did not pass that's the way the university makes it happen anyway um i will not forget that myself and my friends we had a whole trip planned out and um I think it was before Thanksgiving and yeah, I found out like two days, I think before or two or three days before we went on that trip that I'd failed one of my questions and I had to rewrite it. And um, I had at that meeting with the university or the, the department, you know, mentioned when I was going to rewrite the exam. I already, I already scheduled everything on how to rewrite the exam. But still went on my trip with my friends. And uh, we had like a beautiful weekend away. And it was like a fall period. It was during the fall. So it was a good like, time away. And um, I remember, I think the last night on our trip, I remember calling my very good friend. And I was like, hey, so 
once we get back home, you guys are not going to see me for like a month. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I failed my exam and I have to rewrite it. And she was so shocked. And I was like, why did you come on the trip then? I'm like, no, nothing's going to take my joy away. And I did not want to tell anybody about this so that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like a pity party. Um, yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, I remember when I, I got my results, I think I cried. I don't remember vividly now, but I think I was sad about it because the whole exam was was making me nervous from the beginning. So having to get the result that I did not do well, like, crushed me. Of which, it wasn't that I did not do well. It was basically, we. Uh, this is oh, great, but we need you to do better at it, basically. And um, of which I went to. I, I remember that whole period was quite interesting i must say because interesting in a sense for me so when this whole results came out it meant that i couldn't present my protocol anymore because i was planning to present my protocol in october start research blah 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 but because of the failure of that particular question i needed to push my protocol presentation which is presenting your thesis to the, to the department further until I passed my comprehensive because the, pre- the prerequisite for doing the protocol presentation was the comprehensive exam. So now that I had not passed it, I needed to move it. And there was this fear of if you fail it again, you have to rewrite the, ex- the whole exam. And if you fail it again, you have to leave the program. And I was like, oh my God, I don't want to leave the program. It's fear everything. But yeah, um, I had one month to rewrite the exam, that particular question again. And... If you remember in all of my journal or my this experience that I've been writing to, I've been, you know, telling you guys about, I kept mentioning over and over again how I was experiencing something called imposter syndrome in the sense that I felt like I wasn't good enough. I didn't think well, I did not think that I was doing the right thing. I didn't think I was writing well. I didn't think I was putting my ideas the way they would like to see it or my examiners would like to see it so that really got to me a lot that when i failed or when i was told that i failed the exam i was crushed i remember the person i spoke to in the department told me this doesn't mean that you didn't do great it just means that we need you to do a little bit more because there was good information from the examiner good information from everybody who examined the paper telling me what was missing what needs to be done what needs to be corrected to be on the right track which was really good but like as a student, your brain just tells you, you feel this, so you're terrible, you don't know what you're doing, you're not smart. That's literally what your brain tells you. But I was grateful to the person I spoke with who was like, no, that's not the case, woman. If this is what you need to do, all the information was given to me and everything. But I just kept telling myself, oh my God, they now see you for who you are, a fake, you don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Which was quite, it was quite, quite an experience for me in the sense that Failure is, inevitable. Failure is inevitable, but your mind just tells you differently. So, yeah, that happened. I got back from my trip with my friends and um, I went into isolation in November to, you know, write this exam again. And um, I remember trying to speak with my colleagues, supervisor, asking them like, hey, so... What do I need to do? And, you know, it was so funny how when I started talking, asking people questions before I started writing, because I was given the whole of November to write this exam again, like the end of October to the end of 
November, like one month with time period to write this exam. I remember speaking to other like um, colleagues in the higher level than I was, saying, "Hey, so this happened. What's up?" And it was funny to hear them say, "Hey, I also failed one question. You be okay." Nobody told me this at the beginning. <laughs> like nobody prepared my mind for the fact that there was a possibility to fail one question. And because um, I just thought that you know what, well nobody can nobody can prepare you for that. But it was so hilarious and interesting to then hear people say, "Oh, I filled it too. You'll be good. You, I filled it one too. You'll be fine. Just make sure you follow all the instructions and everything that we identified as a problem for the paper, and you should be all good." And um, that's literally what I did. I literally just followed the, the, the what has been said, what was written, and um, yeah. I remember last Christmas was one of the toughest Christmas for me, of which I was my brain was not even in it. I was just talking to people, and um, I just I was just I was really anxious. Like my mind was there, but was not there. I remember I was so eager to leave town for Christmas that year, last year, because there was just so much anxiety everywhere. In the sense that I remember emailing the school before the semester closed, and I was like, "Hey, so when would I hear about?" about my results because i was trying to schedule my protocol presentation for january and i wanted you have to hear back from your results before you apply to you know present and i was walking by faith preparing my protocol doing all the things but my my heart was going boom 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 every second waiting for when i was going to hear back so the writing process for the second time wasn't as tedious as the first time because now i'd gone through it now i had a template and now I was working on correcting something that I had done before. So it wasn't very difficult. But this time around, it was now a, am I doing what they really want to see? Am I doing enough for them to give me the grade that I want? Am I doing enough to get the past grade that I'm supposed to get to move to the next level? It was the most tormenting two months of my life. I would never, ever forget it. I'm serious. And, um, I'm grateful to my friends every day and my family for their support because in as much as some of them don't really understand what I'm going through with this whole process of doing this program, they are always there to tell me, you're doing great, you're fine, no problem, you are awesome, this is going to go well. But like, it's so funny when people tell you that the PhD process is a very lonely process, you don't get it until you're in it because you can have the most supportive people in your in your life, but like it still feels like yes, I appreciate it, but like it's just draining and you're just going through it and just doubting yourself like every second. No matter how strong you are, you just just go through it. Anyway, wrote the exam, submitted the exam, emailed school saying, Hey, so when will I hear back? And they were like, Yeah, you should hear back before Christmas break. I would never forget waiting hard. But I was like, waiting, waiting, waiting before the 22nd of December to see if I would get it. Nothing. Quiet. <gasps> oh, my God. I remember packing my bags and, yeah, I just want to be away. But the truth is, I wanted to be in a different environment where I didn't have to think about the fact that I was waiting for a result. I would never, ever forget it. I was looking forward to just being away. And I also didn't want to talk about it because the more I talked about it, instead of, a problem shared was half solved. It was problem shared is more things to overthink when I'm all by myself at night and listening to music. <laughs> so I literally was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I love my people. Like Whitney and Z did not even ask me any question. We were on the trip for like, I think we were away for two weeks. 
hometown. So it was so good to just spend Christmas with friends, just be there. Was I thinking about it? Yes. Was I bothered? Yes. Did I always pray like every second in my brain, like, God, please. And God knows that Christmas was a big distraction. It was a huge distraction for me not to think. Because it meant that once school closed on the 22nd, I was not going to hear from anybody till the 3rd of January when school resumes. Because when school is closed, it's closed. Nobody's going to be asking you or saying anything about results to you. So it was nerve-wracking. I was like, oh my God. And again, I had scheduled. Now at this point, I had faith, with faith began to prepare to present my protocol in January. Like the end of January. I was like, I'm just prepare, I'll prepare for this. I'm going to do great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I don't care what happens. It's going to be good. I would not feel like it was like a pump up session for myself every time. Like, don't worry, you'll present. Imagine present, preparing your PowerPoint, preparing everything, not knowing if you'll be able to present or not. But it was hilarious. I got, you know, but the, the, the thing that I and what I did was I tried my best to just focus on enjoying Christmas. Like literally it was hard, but I did it. I remember my mom would always ask, have you heard back? Have you heard back? And I'm like, no, 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 no. And trust my mom. She loves me. She she means well. But that asking used to get me very nervous because it's like reminding me that, oh, yeah, something is yet to happen. Anyway, I eventually, um, you know, got the email when I was finally back after like, I think I was already two weeks or a week and a half back in where I stay. And I got the email saying, hey, congratulations, you passed your comprehensive exam. And I was so, so excited. I don't know what I did when I found out. Come think about it. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Which now I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, that's terrible. Like, what did I do? How did I feel when I finally found out that I passed? And I don't remember the feeling. Because I think at this point, I was, I already numbed the whole fear. I'd numbed it with like with people that I'd met over the holiday and the friends the friendships that I'd made, the new people that were in my life, the my, my friends that were constantly being supportive, my family that were constantly telling me that everything was gonna go well. So I think when the result came was it was it seemed like yes, I knew I was gonna do that. Like even though <laughs> no, I did not really, but I was like, yes, ah, that was worth it eventually. But um if there's one thing that I took away from that was the faith I had in myself and the faith I had in God seeing me through the process and knowing that it was all going to pan out well eventually with planning for my protocol. So in the sense that I still went ahead planning for my protocol without having to see the results. So when the results finally came out, instead of panicking to prepare for protocol, I seemed I was almost ready to present. So I did present in January and became a PhD candidate. And um, that was like, it was a double blessing for me in January. And um, it was it was a good way to start the year, even though I closed 2021 on a not so good note, not knowing what was going on. But um, it was exciting to eventually cross that hurdle to where I am right now. Of which, like, listening to myself talk about how tough the end of last year was, and looking at where I am right now and how very discombobulated I am about a bunch of things as it relates to my program, I am, it's like a encouraging moment for myself saying, hey, you got through that tough time. This is nothing. You get through it too. All you have to do is believe that you can actually do it and take the necessary steps to getting things done. And you should be all set. Sincerely. Um, 
yeah, that's basically it. On a constant basis, it's it's like a struggle. I find myself in trying to know if I'm doing it right or if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm writing right or if I'm doing the best I can in this program. And when I look back on how many hurdles I've crossed to this point where I am, it just keeps encouraging me to keep going because it's like so tough and you're so on your own that you don't even know where to start from sometimes. I was talking to a few people today and I was telling how the thesis writing process has just been a lot of draining process for me. I find myself not being able to do anything. I find myself looking for support, like support systems and it's kind of hard though. But yeah, I'm still learning every day. I'm still getting through it every day. But the comprehensive examination time was one of the toughest time ever. And I remember that after I finished mine, another friend in my faculty was starting hers. And I was trying to give her tits beats. And I, I, I could see the struggle I went through in her as well. Her going through the same stress and her struggling and telling me, oh my God, woman, this is too hard. And I was like, yes, I went through it too. So I understand what you're going through. And um, I'm glad she also, so she, I'm sure she listens to this. She was like, yeah, that's me. But she also so passed up comprehensive exam and about to present her protocol. And um, yeah. And I'm sure if she listens to this now, I, I, I want to like look back and see where you were before and where you're at now. And I hope I continue to remember that because sometimes I forget. All right, I'm already blabbing too much. But yeah, the graduate school process is... One of the toughest process ever, no matter what you're doing, either the master's or PhD, postgraduate, um, even the certificate program, even if it's a postdoc, it's not the easiest. And um, realizing that what you're doing is amazing. The steps, the single steps you're taking every day is amazing. No matter how tiny they look, it's a great step you're taking to even put your leg forward. The only service you would do for yourself is taking a step backwards, which is not doing anything at all. The only disservice you do to yourself is giving up on what you're doing. It's very easy to give up. It's very easy to think you're not doing the right thing. It's very easy to think that everything you're doing is it's not worth it or to what end. But you're not going to be able to answer that question until you are done. And if, as you're thinking about it, you ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Go back. So the first day you started a program, what made you apply? What made you want to do what you're doing? What made you want to take the step that you just took or that you were currently in? And maybe remind yourself about that. It's so funny how most of us have so much joy coming into the graduate program. And by the time we're in the graduate program, we seem to have lost that joy. We seem to have lost that move, that drive. Because we now begin to realize what exactly it means to commit ourselves to what we just decided to commit ourselves to. And we begin to lose interest. Just go back to the reason why you started in the first place. No matter what it is, go back to that and let that be your drive to the end. Yeah, that's all I have to say. And if there's any other thing, if there's any other thing I want to point out to everybody who's listening is. You might look at yourself now and you feel like, I don't think I'm making any progress. Take a pen. And the paper and write down 
where you were today the 10th or whatever date you're listening to this right now and then ask yourself where was i a year ago am i still in the same space right now am i still in the same headspace right now has anything changed about me has anything improved about me has anything advanced about me and let that be your drive to pushing forward no matter how small the change is, you know, sometimes we feel like when we're looking for something that's great that has happened to it, it should be something like out of the blue. I want to, you know, be the this and that. But those tiny little changes that change or that happen in our lives month by month or day by day is what is going to contribute to that big thing we want to see eventually. It's not going to make a change overnight. It's going to take a little step, little step, little step until we get to that space we want to be. So yeah, the graduate process has been interesting. Comprehensive was interesting. And I just started again a series on the thesis piece. And um I can't wait to share that eventually in a couple of years. It's of course it's not when I say a couple of years, like a year from now, because that's the goal. Um, I'm writing every day about how I feel about writing, about finishing up, and it's a journey. And I hope I'm able to encourage someone who's either currently in the graduate program, who is going through their comps, about to go to comps, or just starting the graduate program, that. It might look difficult now, but you'll make it through. It might seem right now that you know what you're doing, but be aware that there will come tough times. But the fact that you started it, you're going to make it through. Basically what I want to say with this. But yeah, we have now come to the end of the graduate school series. And God knows... I've gone through all the episodes and it's just been quite revealing the amount of things that I, myself, friends, people that I've spoken to have learned or have been through. And um, all these people are amazing people doing great things all around the world right now. So yeah, if you're listening to this, either in a graduate program, thinking of doing a graduate program or about to start a graduate program, you got this. And I cannot wait to see all the amazing things you do during and after you're done with the program. guys thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you enjoyed it so much don't forget to share let your friends know let your sister brothers uncle mothers fathers know about it it can help anybody this can help anybody at all so go ahead and share it if you also have a question comments things you like me to do more or anything you like to me to hear go ahead and leave me an email check the description and you will find my email there and i would love to hear back from you guys thank you so much once again and until next time Keep believing, keep loving, and ensure that you're leaving, leaving, leaving your truth. And until the next podcast, have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.